Good morning and welcome to Our Town on Classic Hits 103.7 and 1340 WAGN 100.1 FM. Our Town brought to you by First National Trust and Wealth Management in Menominee. I'm Amber Mishka and my guest this morning is certainly no stranger to Our Town. He's been here a time or two, but today he's here in a new capacity. We have John Hofer in studio today. He is now the Executive Director of the Provident Health Foundation of Marinette and Menominee. Good morning, John. Good morning, Amber. Talk to me about what the Provident Health Foundation is and kind of how it got rolling in our area. Sure. Uh, We're the new kid in town, so to speak. (laughs) Um, And the start of Provident Health actually started back in 2014. So a little history here. (laughs) When um, Bay Area Medical Center uh, decided to uh, accept a minority uh, partner in Aurora Healthcare. Uh, I think the community was a little surprised by that, but uh, we had a lot that we wanted to do. Uh, and uh, Aurora was an ideal partner for uh, doing those things. So, um, you know, we stayed Bay Area Medical Center. We built a brand new hospital. We implemented an electronic medical record, uh, which was a, a big deal. And, and we saw a lot of clinical and uh, physician advances during that period of time. Um, but about a year and a half, two years ago, Aurora merged with Advocate Health out of uh, Illinois. And they became the 10th largest healthcare system in the country. And, and we saw some real advantages to being part of that. But because we were something of a one-off, we were a minority uh, part of the system, we couldn't take full advantage of that merger. And so the hospital, <clears throat> the hospital's board decided to uh, look to Aurora uh, to take on full membership, so to speak, full ownership mm-hmm. of the hospital. And, and that occurred uh, in January of last, of last year. Um, part of that deal, so to speak, was that uh, Advocate Aurora would make a $25 million contribution back to the community to support the hospital and improve local health care. And that $25 million had to be managed by a new foundation. And so in April of this last year, uh, we formed a board and we established uh, what became the Provident Health Foundation of Marinette Menominee. And what is the mission and, and purpose of this foundation? What kind of things will you be doing in the community? Well, the, the mission is twofold. First of all, uh, it's to continue to support and maintain the kind of hospital and health coverage that the community comes to expect when you see a $135 million brand new hospital in the community. Um, so, uh, you know, that's important to the health of the community, having access to those services. Uh, if you talk to anybody that's had to use uh, the hospital, they are always so grateful it's right here in the community and we need to sustain that. But the other piece of it is to improve the health of the community. And that's done in a lot of different ways. Um, but at the bottom line is that the communities now have a significant amount of money that they have access to, to complete their missions. And $25 million is a significant amount. Why was such a large donation made by Advocate Aurora Health to this foundation? Well, this is not an unusual thing that occurs when a uh, community uh, hospital is uh, changes membership or ownership. Um, they're often called legacy foundations because the money is given as a kind of a reminder at what the community had done to support the local hospital and, in our case, hospitals 
for many, many years. Um, the, our local board, the M&M uh, Health Board, was the uh, board members that were negotiating the arrangement with Aurora. And um, the $25 million is actually a very similar amount to what uh, Marquette General uh, received back when um, Duke Life Point purchased them about mm, eight or ten years ago. So uh, it, was, it was a negotiated amount. It was a contribution from Advocate Aurora, and it had to be managed by a separate community foundation, uh, which we started in uh, April. So does the new Provident Health Foundation have any connection to the former BAMC Foundation? It really doesn't, Amber, and that's an important point. The um, BAMC Foundation, um, which I was director of uh, prior to taking on this new gig, uh, was uh, supporting the hospital, pure and simple. Its goal was to raise money and contribute money back to BAMC. Uh, part of the change of ownership meant that that foundation went away and the money that had been raised and the uh, commitments to the um, hospital transferred over to the Aurora Health Foundation. The good news for the community is that money that was raised local for local stays local. And so the Aurora Health Foundation has separate earmarked dollars that had been contributed to BAMC that continue to be accessed and are accessible by this hospital and this community. So that didn't go away. Talk to me about the structure of this new foundation. Is it like other uh, area foundations? Well, it is and it isn't. Um, So we're going to get into a little uh, legal stuff because I I did take a term of law at (laughs) Michigan Tech many, many years ago. (laughs) Put it to use. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a 501c3, which means that it is charitable and that money that is contributed to it is uh, considered a charitable donation. Um, but unlike many of the local foundations, it is a private foundation. And the um, biggest difference there is that um, instead of the money that the foundation has coming from many sources, many individual contributors, um, this one currently has one <laughs> contributor. Uh, and so the IRS treats that type of foundation a little differently. Uh, it requires greater oversight. Um, and I think part of it is because the public doesn't have as much visibility into the foundation because not as many contributors uh, were involved. Um, we don't necessarily plan to run our own programs. So, for instance, if you look at a 501c3 like CASA, they have programs. They accept donations. Donations are tax deductible, but they run programs. Our goal isn't necessarily to run programs. It's to support other organizations that are running programs. Uh, there's also some uh, stricter reporting requirements. Any requirement that we spend down uh, investment money uh, each year so that it isn't simply accumulating. So uh, a little more oversight, uh, probably less programming, and um, uh, requirement to spend. But otherwise, we're walking like a duck and quacking like a duck. We're a 501c3 that uh, if someone does want to make a uh, donation, we'll find it uh, tax deductible. 
So you are the executive director and you have um, a, a governing board over you, but talk about kind of the growth that you're anticipating for this foundation in the coming years, because you really are in your infancy at this point. Brand new, <laughs> brand spanking new. Uh, we actually made our first donation at the Chamber uh, Gala back in December to support the Twin Counties Free Clinic, local health. And uh, it was, it was a, a great event, and I had the... Uh, my counterpart from Aurora Health there, and they made a matching donation as well. And uh, for those of you that are steeped in local history, the Twin Counties Free Clinic actually got started uh, in 1999 by matching donations from Aurora Health and uh, Bay Area Medical oh, Center. Okay. So the circle was closed. <laughs> um, we, we do intend to um, invest wisely uh, the money we've been uh, granted. And um, if... Uh, our investors do their job, uh, you know, we'll see nice, steady, safe growth there. Um, and uh, we've already received a couple of uh, significant donations. Um, so we do intend to grow in that fashion. Um, our goal, though, is not to become a fundraising juggernaut, so to speak. There's a lot of organizations that are already out there uh, shaking the money tree. Um, and and I, that's not necessarily going to be part and parcel with what we do. Um, but, you know, I think it behooves us to make sure that folks that have a community health uh, interest and a passion uh, do have a place where they can um, make that uh, 401k rollover uh, <laughs> and uh, see their money spent uh, to good use. You mentioned that you are governed by a local board, local community members. Who is on that board? Well, the, the board came together. Uh, rather quickly, but the good news is I had a deep pool of uh, talent to uh, draw from. Uh, the board can have up to 12 people. Uh, there are currently six. Um, we have the president of the local hospital, Ed Harding, my old boss, <laughs> is on the board. And I think that a, a board that's designed to improve the health of the, and the uh, health care of the community ought to bring somebody from the hospital uh, in. Um, I have Mars Jamo, who uh, was on the board of the hospital and on the foundation board. Uh, I have um, Jenny Short, who uh, most people in the community know quite well. She and I actually got our start together under Nancy Douglas at the Menominee Chamber um, many, many years ago. More for me than her. Um, Kim Brooks, who uh, has, uh, in a short period of time, developed a strong uh, presence in the local community. Um, Greta Hodge, who uh, was on the foundation board. And um, my uh, uh, Terry DeRussia, who was also on the foundation board, and uh, her and her husband were a significant uh, contributor to the uh, hospital capital campaign. So uh, a nice, uh, nice group to uh, work with. Um, I expect that as our uh, level of activity increases, we're going to look to expand uh, that board. Uh, we want it to be geographically diverse, okay. but the only requirements are that the uh, members come from Marinette County and Menominee County. So, um, you know, you guys got any extra time on your hands? <laughs> I heard Jim has some free time. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to take a short break, but Our Town will be back after this.
We're back on Our Town on Classic Hits 103.7 and 1340 WAGN 100.1 FM. Our Town brought to you by First National Trust and Wealth Management in Menominee. This morning I'm joined by John Hofer, who is the new Executive Director of the Provident Health Foundation of Marinette and Menominee. That's a brand new foundation here in our area. Um, that was established by a $25 million contribution from Advocate Aurora Health recently. So talk to me about how that $25 million will be spent, John, and, and if there's any restrictions on what are it can or cannot do in our communities? Well, the $25 million, uh, the most significant restriction is that it can't be spent outside of Marinette County and Menominee County. So it's, it's uh, and, and that again is very common with these legacy foundations. Superior Health up in Marquette has a restriction that it can only be spent in the Upper Peninsula uh, of Michigan. Um, so that type of geographic is pretty typical. Um, we obviously uh, have to spend it uh, with other 501c3s, um, you know, regardless of uh, the value of what a for-profit might be doing, uh, the donations can't go to them. Um, but beyond that, uh, the money really is uh, structured to support the local hospital and local health improvement. And, and the hospital piece uh, is understandable because uh, they're now part of a large system. And the ability of this local foundation to support the hospital gives them kind of a leg up on being able to fund programs and, and improvements uh, to that facility. Uh, you know, best example I can give you is that the, uh, one of the things we did at the uh, BAMC Foundation is that we often didn't just support buying a piece of equipment, but also starting new programs. For instance, the nurse navigator in the oncology department for cancer patients started. So uh, that won't be an unusual way for this foundation to support. But a major, significant part of that $25 million is never going to get spent. It is designed to earn in perpetuity. I was afraid I was going to screw that word up. I did <laughs> <Nailed> okay. <it>. <laughs> <laughs> when do you anticipate the foundation will start making those local awards or donations to the other organizations? Well, the good news is that we've started to earn. So, uh, you know, the uh, we're, we're starting to see uh, revenue there that we can start to contribute. Uh, we're probably going to spend the first part of this year establishing how uh, – Grants are uh, accepted, how they are evaluated, um, how the donations are made. Um, <clears throat> these legacy foundations lay out a nice course for us because oftentimes they're structured to give small grants, large grants, and then significant grants that uh, attempt over a year or two or three to make a major change sure. in, in local health. And so uh, we're putting those uh, pieces together. Uh, the good news is that um, where the money should be spent, um, we'll get a lot of assistance on from those community organizations that have done health risk assessments in our towns. So Marinette County, Menominee County, Communities That Care, and the hospital within the last two years have all gone out and looked at our towns I may use that phrase, <laughs> uh, and determine where the priorities should be in where we can improve health significantly in our, our two towns. So how do we go about improving the health, and what are some of the priorities that have been identified as really the top health concerns for our area? 
Well, the good news is that the four organizations found remarkably similar <laughs> areas to uh, focus on, and it shouldn't surprise anybody that the key elements uh, of focus include mental health, um, substance abuse, uh, access to care, and obesity, especially uh, childhood uh, obesity. Um, both the Menominee County and Marinette County uh, evaluations, as well as the one the hospital did, uh, focused on, on those areas. And so it wouldn't surprise me at all if we accept uh, their research and focus on, on those areas. Uh, and oftentimes the grants are given to support existing programs or uh, a foundation like ours will say, uh, do something different, do a pilot program, something that works, you can make work in one place, and then we can spread out. So maybe it works in Marinette. Let's see if then we can then support it in Wasaki or Krivitz or Coleman, or more importantly, Stevenson or Menominee. The, the great thing about this foundation, unlike, say, Marinette County programs, is the river don't matter to us. <laughs> Uh, we're both sides of the river, and so we're going to be able to uh, do some things that these other organizations can't do uh, because that restriction is lifted. Uh, we want uh, the two counties to benefit from this. Obviously, a big part of the foundation is those community partnerships. You're talking about using the research done by some of these organizations to identify health priorities. What kinds of things are you hearing um, in your conversations with these other nonprofits about the establishment of the Provident Health Foundation? Well, they're excited. Uh, <laughs> it didn't take long for my phone to start, start sure. ringing. Um, but I think that... Um, one of the things I just alluded to, this ability to cross the border, um, they see as tremendously valuable uh, because they're hamstrung just like we are. Mental health programs in Marinette County and Menominee County are organized very differently. And if you're an organization like the hospital that's treating patients from both sides, you recognize that you know there are some issues there in the way the states and counties I handle these things. So I, I think that's exciting for them. Um, I also think they view uh, this ability to come together and share results. We, we just brought these four groups together for a chamber uh, event about a month ago. And um, I don't know how often that happens where, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they talk to each other. But this was a case where they really had the opportunity to talk about success stories and what works for them, what doesn't work for them. And so I view that as an, an opportunity here as well, to bring these groups together and, and share uh, experiences and programs. And what an asset to have in our area, because not all communities have the benefit and the opportunity to have something like this established in the area. Of course, they may be served by things like the Aurora Health Foundation, but to really have our own standalone foundation in Marinette and Menominee counties uh, will hopefully make a big impact in health outcomes. No question. And, and you know, one of the things that in our uh, statement to the IRS, uh, we said was that uh, we're going to depend on the community to tell us um, where that money is best spent. And, and so don't be surprised if uh, you see us reaching out to these organizations, an organization maybe you're involved in, uh, the business community, uh, the county governments, the city governments. Everybody has a stake in improving the health 
and the infrastructure that supports our community health uh, in Marinette and Menominee counties. Maybe getting back to basics here, but where did the name Provident Health Foundation come from? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want M&M in the name because, goodness gracious, that's been used sure has. many times. <laughs> and didn't want anything with bay in it so that it wouldn't get confused with uh, all of the bays. Yeah. Um, back in the 1880s, <laughs> so another we'll history that. lesson, <laughs> back in the 1880s, uh, there was a group of citizens in Menominee who recognized the need to improve local health care. And they formed a, a company called the Bayshore Provident Company that would raise money. They went up and talked to the sisters up in Escanaba, who had started St. Francis, and asked them to come down here and start a hospital in, in Menominee. So at the West End, uh, of Menominee, they started the Providence Hospital, and the Bayshore Provident Company sold tickets to the lumberjacks primarily uh, that got them medical care and back then baths because that's where you went to take a bath. <laughs> um, that hospital eventually moved to uh, right next to the McDonald's. There, there was no McDonald's then, um, and it became St. Joseph's Hospital. But it was the Bayshore Provident Company that started it. Um, and so we thought, good name for a uh, community group sure. that is looking to improve the health of the community. Sure, and a little history lesson little, with it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked a little bit about the fact that uh, you don't want to, or you're not sure how fundraising will look in the future, and, and that's all still being developed. But it's really important that um, we mention and we reiterate that all the money that is contributed to this foundation will be staying local and will be making the impact here in our area. No question. And, and folks that um, contribute will have the ability, just like any other foundation, to say, you know, I'd really like my uh, money to go to improving mental health in this community. Or they might say, use it uh, where you think it's best. Not, not unusual. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the goal of a, a donation shouldn't be so specific that it becomes impossible to use. The other thing that um, we'll probably do, simply because we don't want to get in too much competition with other not-for-profits, is that, uh, much like the BAMC Foundation did, um, we can go out and support groups. We can provide infrastructure support for groups that want to raise money that improve the health of the community. Best example I can give you is uh, the uh, Jim Hodge Run, which got started uh, eight years ago. Uh, and uh, the hospital supported that run, but uh, Greta Hodge did all the fundraising. Okay. And, uh, you know, the Save a Heart is mm -hmm. a group that improves uh, community health by putting AEDs into uh, athletic facilities. So the foundation doesn't necessarily have to do the programs or do the fundraising. Um, they can support those community groups that want to do good uh, for the health of the community, but need that uh, fiscal oversight or uh, access to uh, resources. If any of our listeners are looking for more information on Provident Health or maybe want to support the foundation, where can they go for that? Well, right now, um, I don't have a physical office yet. <laughs> um, it's good to get out and get out of my sweatpants. Fair. <laughs> um, but uh, I can be reached at uh, J.W. Hofer, H-O-F-E-R, at providenthealth.org. 
Yeah, right. Well, Our Town is always brought to you by First National Trust and Wealth Management in Menominee. I want to thank John Hofer, Executive Director of the Provident Health Foundation of Marinette and Menominee for joining me this morning. And of course, thank you for tuning in.